So our story begins when the world was new, before the continents were many, and when the people were very few. In the warm, fertile grasslands known as the Green, a Mammothan tribe, Clan Fan, is bustling with excitement. And today is the big day of the picking, a sacred ceremony of love and nature. The hero of this particular tale is Arger. Arger, you wake up in your family's lean-to shelter that they've created for their temporary stay in this particular part of the grasslands. To the smell of the cooking fire, smell of hide, you can hear your parents kind of chattering in the early morning hours to each other. Audrey, you want to introduce yourself? Want to describe to me what you look like? You you wake up uh, in this warm little hut. Yes, uh, so Arger, uh, mechanically, for those following along with uh, the D&D rules, is a Luxodon, but he is a primitive Luxodon, so he's more of a mammoth man instead of an elephant man. He carries three weapons and a shield. He has a shield that's made out of a Pachycephalosaurus uh, dome skull. He carries a quote-unquote mace that's basically a giant a rock tied to a stick. Uh, he has a great axe that's made out of bone from a various dinosaurs that he's fought. And he's got a club that is his quote-unquote quarterstaff. Uh, he has brown skin and dark black hair. He has brown eyes and tusks that have this aged look of uh, kind of old bone. Uh, he wears a cloak uh, around his back that's made of a uh, slain wolf, like a slain timber wolf. Uh, and he wears uh, basically... Like shorts, short kind of short pants slash loincloth, uh, for modesty. Uh, he wears a belt with a with a couple of bits of bone and random paraphernalia on it. And he's got a brown, he's got a tail, and he's got elephant feet. <laughs> he's a fuzzy guy. He's a fuzzy guy. Sarge, you wake up and it's the day of the picking. Your parents, uh, kind of see you and they pleasantly greet you for the morning. Morning. Oh, good morning, son, uh, your mother says. And she comes over with, like, a bowl full of, like, random nuts and fruits and berries that they've foraged recently. Yeah. Yeah. We're a herbivore society. Being elephant-style people, we mainly eat grasses and fruits and veg- veg- vegetation, mostly. Vegetation. Yep. yep. Occasionally, you'll eat meat, but only when you need to hunt for skin. Yeah, it's there. It does the job. Your father, you can hear... Uh, he has left the tent. You can hear him outside chopping wood in front of the lean-to that you guys live in. Mm-hmm. Pretty dark in here. I mean, the only light is basically the fire. Uh, it's still very early morning, but you're used to this. This is normal for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mother just kind of sets a handmade bowl in front of you with food, and she says very excitedly, Oh, it's the big day, isn't it? Yeah! You excited? Do you know who you're going to pick? Of course I know I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Peggy! Oh, she's a pretty one. She's a pretty one. I know you've been practicing really hard, and uh, you've got a couple of rivals out there this year, so hopefully you get there first. I'll be fine. I'm sure you will. I believe in you. Your father, you know, picking me, and we've lived happily ever after. And uh, she kind of goes about her mom duties around the lean-to. Mm-hmm. So how does Arger prepare for the picketing this morning? Uh, well, I get my gear, I get my, prep my weapons, uh, I go talk to Pops, 
maybe it's the birds and the bees talk for me. I am only 60. I'm a young, spry 60 years old. So who knows <laughs> if I've had this chat with the old man yet. I, uh, I, I I'm going to ask him for some tips and tricks on picking and how I, how I can get to the white safely without getting destroyed. Sure. So you go outside and the settlement that your, your clan has right now, you know, it's very obviously not a permanent settlement. Um, people are kind of just, have got things that you, you know, they can travel, they can pack up very easily on their backs, mostly. Not a whole lot of cattle yet. It is literally prehistory, so a lot of hunting gathering going on at this point. Not a lot of agriculture. Um, but he is out there cutting wood because that's still necessary for the fire. Now you can see that the village is very alive right now because everyone's very excited mm-hmm. about their their picketing. Uh and that you know, there are six or seven other young strapping mammoths looking to also join you for the picketing today. So your mother wasn't wrong when she said that there were a few rivals. Also joining uh everyone today though are some of the neighboring clans, uh including the Ella clan, where your beloved uh Peggy is so your father's out chopping wood. What do you say to approach him? Um, Dad, any uh, advice on, um, you know, not dying out in the cold, miserable? Yeah, don't. Just don't do that. Uh, oh. How did yeah. you not die? I just, I didn't. Avoid. Avoid the big cats. They have big teeth. That's bad. And if you see a big cat, hit it with a big rock and run away. I, I have a rock on a stick. That's that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just don't don't die. And and you won't. Just keep running. If you see any of the other males getting ahead of you, punch them. Okay. I can I can do that. Or or trip them. Whatever you can do to get in their way, you want to be first. Yeah. First. Right. First is best. Everyone else, not as good. I wasn't first, and then I got your mother. It worked out okay, but I'm still full of regret. You know, that explains a lot about you and Mom, Dad. Yeah. And he just keeps cutting wood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I have a little... That was a pep talk, I guess. Don't die. (laughs) Get good. (laughs) <laughs> your dad is uh the full-blown definition of toxic masculinity <laughs> mm-hmm. just do it okay um do it so has clan l arrived yet or are they uh, yes are uh they-, they recently arrived they set up settlements on the edge of your clan settlements in like a respectful sort of distance okay everyone is gathered essentially for the same thing yeah because they all all the all the young men have to take this same journey. Um, so it makes the most sense to get somewhere barely around the same place every year to make this run. Uh, and there's a, there's a couple other clans as well, different rivaling clans. There's probably like four or five of them all together. Okay. They came from kind of all over. The only clan that doesn't show up are the clans that actually actively live in the white uh, because they don't compete with you. That makes sense. They're probably more, they probably have their own similar idea because they're used to cold where they go and have to venture to the green. Conceivably. You've, you've heard tell. You've heard tell of those kind of things being the case. Fair enough. So I, if, if I'm, if it's culturally allowed, 
I would like to try to see if I can go speak to Peggy, if possible, before this uh, begins. Um, it would probably be considered highly inappropriate. Ah, uh, uh, then I will not do that. All of the young females would be likely gathered uh, around the area where they can watch the winners and watch, like, the... Well, not the winners, but, like, watch who comes back alive. <laughs> so they're probably all together in, in the same area. So, like, once you start, you'll be able to see them. But I would say probably in this community, it's highly inappropriate to be... It's like seeing the bride before the wedding. I guess. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that would be a thing. Uh, uh, you could try though. You could sneak if you want. <laughs> uh, I have a very. I can. I can see that I have had a very uh, traditional uh, way of being raised. So, I think he would know well enough to go. Um. No, I probably shouldn't. Uh. So he'll. he'll <laughs> I mean, hear on the I, side of we could say that you guys probably met. Like, when you were young. Yeah. Like, there were probably other gatherings like this where you were allowed to socialize before you were actually of the appropriate age. Mm-hmm. And that's how you decide. Yes. Barn dance style. Thing. Um, so why, I mean, why do you think uh, Arger would have picked Peggy? Uh, in my head, Peggy, she has uh, got more of an elephant style look to her. She's got gray skin with reddish hair. And she she seems to take no shit. That's that's kind of the way I've seen her her attitude is she and him would like roughhouse as kids and fight when they would play when the when the clans would meet and uh, she would best him in all their kind of a anything you could do I could do better kind of oh, okay dynamic. so she's she's the Annie to yes. your <laughs> very much and that kind of is very like cute. for a while they were like rivals as kids and mm-hmm. she kind of probably still views him as a rival but he's he's basically ready to keep the rivalry going forever I guess. Nice. Okay. So what what would you like to do other than that, though? I mean, if you're not going to try and sneak in and say hi, uh, what... Well, what I, I guess since we now established this whole she flounced the rules a little herself, let's fucking go for it. Let's see if I could stealth my way. Give me a have, stealth roll. I think I have disadvantage as a big, heavy son of a bitch, but if not... <laughs> I think uh, you do, too. <laughs> uh, let me double check. Uh, I don't have disadvantage marked on here. I don't have any heavy armor. I don't think you have heavy armor. No, I don't wear armor. I'm a barbarian, so I've got a pretty okay. low bonus to it. But we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, stealth, you say yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's an eighteen on the die with a plus one is nineteen. No, that beats my eleven for the guards. So you make your way towards the. Essentially, they they construct like a big lean to for all the the females that are part of the picketing this time. Mm-hmm. And that that's like where they're staying for this time period uh, to keep them chased and to keep things all mellow and good, you know. Mm-hmm. We've, all, you know, uh, and they do have guards. Uh, you just so happen to manage to find like the one flap or like the one part of the little lean to where you can like peek in without arousing any suspicion, like which is pretty surprising <laughs> since I'm a giant elephant man. <laughs> Well, you're probably smaller than a lot of the older... That's true. Uh, I'm a mammoth. equivalent to a teenager as an elephant, yeah. Right. So you're probably smaller, comparatively. Yeah. You know, and these are very large... Like, conceivably, these are very large huts <laughs> that they've <laughs> constructed for themselves to stay in. That's true. So you manage to, to sneak around, and you can hear... Actually, roll me a perception check. Let's see what... You got it, dude. Ooh, I'm rolling like a decent guy tonight for once. Maybe it's these uh, frosty dice that I'm using. Frosty dice. Uh, that is a 17 altogether. Okay. Yeah, so you, you can hear 
a bunch of the young women talking. They're, you know, kind of giggling. It's it's very much like a girls at a sleepover kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Where they're all like, oh my god, who do you think's going to pick on you? And I don't know. Well, who do you have your, your eye on? Oh, well, this and that <laughs> and the other thing. And it's a very girly, like... Oh, I love it. Oh my god, I love it when you wear your trunk like that kind of moment. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wear garlands around the trunk. That'll really get them to pay attention what do you mean you want to wear a bone in your nose? Ew, no one's going to pick in you that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> So you get a lot of that kind of conversation, but you kind of like can peek your head through this like space in the hut mm-hmm. in the back there. And you are able with that perception roll to immediately see Piggy. Uh, she looks extremely put out. She doesn't like any of these girly shenanigans. She looks impatient with all of the like girly bullshit fawning. She, <laughs> she's... In the corner, essentially restringing a bow. Oh, okay. Um, and she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, so she does she see me? I, I obviously see her. Does she see me? Let's see. No, with your stealth roll from earlier, she does not see you. She is apparently very preoccupied uh, with restringing her bow. However, you could conceivably like do something to get her attention, maybe throw a small rock. Mm, I'm trying to think of what's the best thing here. Yeah. How what would be something we would have done as kids that would be kind of cute to bring back here? How about uh, I take my trunk? Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming I'm within touch distance of her of some of some sort. Yeah, you're probably close enough to touch her. All right. So I do the whole like tap on one shoulder and then pull away and then tap on the other shoulder with my trunk, very like middle school kind of thing. <laughs> Okay, so she turns around initially to the first tap, gets annoyed because she at first thinks it's one of the other girls in the tent, like, and gives them this death look, like, I will snap you. And then she feels it on the other shoulder, sees your trunk from between the thing, and she's like, what the hell? And she sees you. I kind of do the point, the point outside uh, with my trunk. Okay, she kind of tries to casually stealth out, let's see how this goes for her. That went really well for her, actually. She really wants to be sneaky because she got a natty 20 uh, to sneak her ass out to see you. So she sneaks her ass out to see you. She's holding the bow still. Uh, she doesn't... All the other girls are really preoccupied with all their, like, oh my god, who do you think I'm her? <laughs> and she's like, no, please, god, make it stop. Uh, so she wanders past all this girlish fawning out to see you. She goes, Arger, long time no see. I see you've grown into a full-grown man now. Uh, full enough. So... You know you're not supposed to be back here, and if the guards catch you, they will beat you. They have to catch me first. That's fair. You never were very stealthy before, so that's new. You used to trip over your own trunk. Maybe I still do. So, which one of those fluffheads are you going to be picketing today? Well, you know I'm an eligible bachelor, as they say, and, uh, you know, I could have the pick of the litter, or I could have someone who's a little more interesting. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, depending on how well you do. I mean, you could always not accept the other half of the fruit, depending on who picks you. I could. As you know, I will not accept anything but the best. Especially not if I think I can push him around. And she she just kind of winks at you. Uh, he kind of looks back at her, and he just kind of gets in position, like, when they usually would, like, have, like, a wrestling match. I don't know if she if she sees what he's doing, but he's kind of like getting in like a he kind of like gets his hands and his trunk up ready to like he's like oh you ready all right <laughs> <laughs> I'd save that energy for later if I were you you only have a little while before you have to actually fight the other ones besides I don't want to watch the guards catch you when I throw you oh really. <laughs>
<laughs> he smirks for a second, and then um, I want to do a stealth check. Are there any, like, f- flowers growing near me? Um, I'd say this area is probably picked clean by a lot of the... Like, even, even like, a weed, like a... Like a dandelion or some, like, mead? Give me a perception check. Let's see. Okay. Uh, 16. Yeah, sure. There's, like, some dandelions that the girls picked didn't pick because they wanted, like, real flowers instead of weeds. <laughs> but the rest of them kind of picked flowers and they were putting them in their hair and whatever else. I'm going to try to stealthily pick one and, like, slide it in her pocket. Okay, give me a stealth roll. Uh, well, that is a 12. Probably not good enough. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, no, you actually beat her. She's apparently a little distracted by, like, you hear in the back, like, behind her, a bunch of the girls kind of burst out laughing at something, and she briefly looks over her shoulder to be like, oh my god, these people are idiots. And you take that moment to just pop it into her pocket, mm-hmm. and she doesn't seem to notice. And with that, I, uh, I basically give her, like, a, a quick look, and I just go, good seeing you again. Hopefully I'll see you soon. You too, Archer. Don't die, okay? I got the same advice from Dad this morning. Well, a couple of them do every year. Well, they're not me. They sure aren't. And she just kind of smiles charmingly. She, like, tips her head at you. And then she kind of wanders charmingly back into the tent. With that, I, I'm assuming sneak away so I don't get busted. <laughs> yep, give me another stealth roll. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, they can't win them all. There's a seven. <laughs> there we go. Let's see. Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> so just as you're coming around the corner, like, dum, 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 you actually actively trip over your own trunk, just like she warned you not to do, and fall kind of all over yourself next to the tent. Feeling real proud. And the guards see you and they're like, hey! You there! Who? Who, me? Get out of here! And they kind of just like... They kind of, like, grab you by the scruff and, like, throw you towards the road. Like, get out of here, thinking that you were trying to sneak in, not realizing you've already uh, done it. I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. I, uh, clearly was, uh, looking for a patch of grass to relieve myself. Come on, Arger. You think we haven't heard that that old one in the book? Oh! Get out of here. Okay. Get out of here before we talk to your dad. Oh, get out of here. okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything I need prepped. I have all my gear and I'm ready to rock, so. Yeah. All right, so we'll just fast forward. We we say that uh, a few hours pass. Everyone's getting all their stuff up and ready to go. The formation of the line for the picketing begins. Essentially, it's like a starting line that they form out of uh, woven pieces of grass that they make for, like, rope. They make, like, a rope line for you guys to stand at, as if you're about to go on a race. Kind of is. <laughs> um, you know, everyone's kind of stretching, you know, prepping, pumping. All the ladies are lined up and back behind the line of possible available bachelors, yep. Uh, and they're all, like, cheering, and it feels kind of like when you go to a renaissance fair and there's a bunch of people waving little flags for a joust. It's kind of like that, only they don't have any flags, they're just kind of waving flowers, and um, some of them have bells, like, little things that are, like, nuts with little things in them to make sound kind of thing. Yeah. Like, essentially peacocking for the gentleman, like, aha, you want me! (laughs) Uh... I'm not pulling that much of a display. I'm just trying to coyly, secretly. Oh no, these are the girls. The girls are. Oh, they're the girls. Okay. Okay. Um, The the men are more stoic. This is kind of like a stoic, solemn warrior kind of trial. Um, Some of them do have various like face paint, you know, like like some ceremonial markings. Some of them, you know, some of them appear to have various 
like talismans that they're wearing for protection or whatever else. Family heirlooms. Whatever their fam- yeah, their belief, their family, whatever they had. Mm. Um, so it's more of a respect with the, with the males. They're more like, mm, this is my thing. Uh, and all the girls are like, ah! in the background. <laughs> um, trying to be the ones that they decide to pick. Uh, next to you, stretching, you see a familiar and vaguely unpleasant person, uh, Baki. He's a dark-haired, luxodon, mammoth-type person. Uh, he's very strong. He's almost on par with you. He's very kind of sharp-tongued, quick-witted. You guys were friends when you were younger, but as you got older, you realized both of you liked Puggy. Oh, boy. So it became kind of a rivalry, kind of a jab-jab sort of thing. So he stands next to you, stretching, kind of peacocking a little bit. Not too much. Uh, and he's a little bit taller than you. And he looks at you and he says... Well, small fry, you think you're going to be able to handle this? I'll be fine. All right, Captain, whatever you say. <laughs> uh, and with that, uh, it's now going to become a skills challenge. I as bet. the As the officiant um, essentially signals for you to go, which is the elder of the village. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to roll me a little initiative. Yes, ma'am. You've got, you've got six other rivals. And the way this is going to work is uh, you're going to roll. And whoever gets the highest is who's who, who's moving. Like whoever it's not does. me. <laughs> okay. Let's see. It's definitely not me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did you get? Nine. Okay. Uh, so the elder weaves like stick to signal that the race to the picketing should begin, uh, and Baki right beside you starts dashing real fast. He's coming in real strong, and he is the first to take the lead. You, unfortunately, are not. You're not last, but you're nearly last. You're about three from the from the back of the pack. Uh-huh. But pulling up the front is Baki, uh, and then you've got Edie and Seager pulling up behind him. And they're kind of neck and neck, like right behind him, vouching for second. Then you've got Bowley, and uh, <laughs> then it's you, uh, followed by Epa and Deidre. These are all, like, various folks that you had grown up with, seen, uh, all males about your age. You know, you've, yeah. you've kind of encountered them for various special ceremonies throughout your life. Some of them aren't from your tra- your clan. Some of them are. Bottom line is, you are not in first, unfortunately. I am not. <laughs> so the way that I'm going to make this work is uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you roll again. You can do a skill challenge move for this one. I just wanted to know in what place you were. And then I'm kind of going to have to move you guys as you do. That makes sense. Uh, unfortunately, though, first is going to be Baki. Oh, I bet. And he got an 18. Uh, so he's going to go ahead and use his athletics to just keep fucking running. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way this is going to work, though, because these aren't real people, I'm not going to require you to like not reuse a skill. That seems stupid. Obviously, you can't use two and two of the same thing in a row. Like You can't be like athletics every time. Of course. But <laughs> if... But he does athletics. I'm allowed to do it after him if I was next in the chain. Exactly. Gotcha. So Baki uh, continues sprinting ahead. Super good. I'm just going to roll to see who succeeds. Okay. The ED also succeeds. Cedric succeeds. Uh, go ahead and tell me what is Arger going to do. He sees that Bucky is way in the lead and you're way in the back. How So how far am I from Baki? Like feet-wise or whatever? Would I be able it's to? It's probably 120. Probably, honestly, like 120. Because you guys are still kind of close. Oh, he's beyond. I was going to try to whip my shield at him with an athletics jack, but so much for that. 
But I mean, also, it's a skills challenge, so you could still conceivably try. Oh, why not? I've got <laughs> I've got a decent number in it. Let's see what the hell happens. I'm going to try to use athletics and take and whip my shield. Throw it as hard as I can to try to trip uh, Baki by hitting him in the legs. Well, throwing it hard as you can, wouldn't that be more like a strength roll? Just a straight strength roll? Mm-hmm. Instead of a mm-hmm. skill of, of athletics? Okay, we can do that. Give me a strength check. So that would be strength, straight strength, which is a plus three. Sixteen altogether. You succeed. So you throw your shield, and it goes flying uh, over the heads of a bunch of the other competitors and manages to nail Baki in the back of the neck and he goes flying forward with the momentum and skids on his face. So it does slow him down a little bit and Adi and Sigur actually pass him like neck and neck, Uh, but he looks back, he sees you, he's pissed. (laughs) All right. Unfortunately though, as you're running, you notice that um, Apa and Daguerre, uh, both of them are really, really far behind. They don't seem like they're they're doing so good with oh, the running. No. Uh, so they're pretty far behind. They don't even have a headway on you guys. Uh, they fall behind. So Baki gets to go next. Oh, he's, is he going to come at me or is he going to keep going for the run? <laughs> he's going to kind of like do a flippy up onto his feet and start somersaulting ahead. Like, ha F you. And he just kind of starts doing flippy do's. Uh, and he did. He did succeed. So he starts flipping away. He's still behind the D and Cigar. Let's see how they do. Bali uh, starts getting out of breath and kind of starts falling behind you. But Baki starts doing like backflips, somersaults, and he actually ends up surpassing the two that were in front of him. And they're like, oh! So he's back in the lead. So he's back in the lead. All right. Um, what are you doing? I think this would be athletics, because I'm just going to try to gun it as hard as I can and run sure, as fast yeah, as I can. Sure, yeah, absolutely, that's athletics. Give me an athletics uh, check. 16 altogether. Okay, yeah, that'll succeed. You manage to, to pass Sigur. Uh, Idi is just in front of you, and Bucky is just in front of him. So it's kind Do of I like I pick a up my shield while I'm running. <laughs> yeah, we can say it's a bonus action that you did that as you ran. Okay. Well, I do have the feet that does me doff it for free as well, so, so there we go. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You do succeed. Uh, you start running, you really make a lot of headway, and you end up catching up. Um, at this point, you guys have crossed into the White Lands. Uh, the winds start to get cold. Uh, and it starts to get more challenging to go through this terrain. Sorry, I just realized, was, uh, as a joke, I, I think I just blue shelled, uh, I just pulled a blue shell like Mario Kart. You kind of did. Because I threw yeah, a shell cause, shield cause your at him. <laughs> your shield is a shell. You blue anyway. shelled him like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So, so Vicky, uh seems to be getting a little tired um, from all the flippy dips, and he starts having trouble keeping the front. But seeing this, Adi actually kind of gets like a second wind, and he passes Baki, and so does Cigar. He he seems to get a second wind. What do you do? Uh, that's a good question, Miss DM. I will. F- I basically I will throw my cloak around me tighter and try to stay as warm to try to keep myself warm. Try not to get too cold to stiffen up my muscles. I would. Would that be a survival? Yeah, I'll say that's survival. Absolutely. Cool. It's rock and roll. 17 altogether. That will succeed. Um, and you get up there right behind Sigur, who is now in the lead. Uh, you've passed Bucky, who, uh, Bucky, who seems to be falling behind, kind of out of breath, <laughs> and probably concussed. <laughs> well, I did, I did nail him with a dinosaur shell shield <laughs> in the back of the neck. <laughs> yep. His ears are likely ringing a little bit. He's not a fan of me after this, but you got to do what you got to do. 
You uh, seem to leave the key in the dust. Like, you start running and you're really focused on where you're going, and you look behind you and all you can see is, like, the white as a storm starts rolling in. Oh, okay. Under your feet, you can feel that the ground starts to become more slippery, more icy. Uh, There's a sound you've never heard as you and your rivals run across this white land, and it sounds echoey. Uh, It sounds as if someone's beating on the top of a very tight drum. Okay. Uh, Give me a knowledge check to see if Arger would understand what that is. Perception is a 14. No, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Not perception, knowledge. Uh, so, like, a straight knowledge intelligence check? check, yeah. Okay, uh, I can do that. Uh, sorry. Oh, same, use the same ouch. number. Uh, yeah, that's that modifier is much worse. Uh, that's a 12. No, it's not. You're, I'm, I'm not a bright that, fellow. <laughs> that should still be enough to remember that your father, initially, when you were younger, talked about crossing the white and crossing over the Great Drum Plain that could crack. Oh, oh! And open to water. Oh, no, I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big boy, so... So all, all three of you big boys are running across... Stamp, 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 stamp. The crackable white that's making like a clong, clong, clong tight drum sword. Oh, that's a good noise to hear. You don't hear cracking, so that's good. (laughs) Go. Uh, Give me a perception check, though. Okay. 18. Okay. Suddenly ahead of you, you hear a large snarl, and you see Adi and and Sigur kind of part ways, like, oh shit, and run into opposite directions into the storm. One goes west and one goes east, and you're like, why did they just do that? But you heard this growl, and ahead of you, you immediately see this large cat-like silhouette charging towards you. I'm going to need you to roll initiative. I bet. Ooh, I'm not doing well with initiatives tonight. Oh no. Uh, That's a five altogether. Oh boy. Oh, okay. This thing's going to... Snap into a Slim Jim over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely is with a dirty 20. <laughs> so the saber will go first. <laughs> oh, I bet. So this saber-toothed cat comes charging at you from the incoming blizzard. You're vaguely blinded and kind of confused. This terrain is extremely unusual. And this cat kind of tries, like, charges 20 feet straight at you and pounces on you. Or tries to. It's probably not going to succeed, though. I assume a a nine. A nine isn't going to hit your AC, right? No, it's not. <laughs> so it charges towards you, and you kind of at the last minute are like, no! <laughs> and bend to the side, and it kind of jumps over you instead. You hear its claws scraping across the ice below its feet as it stops itself in a sharp turn behind you and growls again. Your turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to rage. Okay. Uh, I put my shield away. I am going to wield my great axe, which is made out of dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am going to hopefully rip this thing apart. So I am swinging my great axe at the saber tiger. Oh, that's probably not good. What do you got? Uh, 13. Uh, that'll hit. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, so I have additional damage because I am raging. Oh, goody. A two. Uh, so four? Two, no, two plus three, so two plus two is four, plus three is seven. So altogether seven damage. Okay, 
That's not a bad hit. I am level five, so I have multi- I have extra I have extra attack. All right, you're gonna swing again. I am gonna swing again, and I'm gonna make that a seven math fifteen. Uh, that'll hit. Oh, now we're cooking. Eight and two is ten. Ten plus three is thirteen. Woof. Good one. Yeah, it it did not like that. It it roars at you with its massive teeth, and this is what your father definitely warned you not to encounter. <laughs> well. Kind of can't stop this now. This is happening, so... Uh, it is going to go ahead and uh, try and claw you. All right, I am not wearing my shield, so I believe my AC is now lower. Uh, so my AC is now three less than what it normally is. Well, I mean, I don't think it'll matter with this hit, because will a 26 hit your AC? Holy uh, so bananas. He's going to claw you. I just rolled really high, that's all. I bet you did. All right. 14 piercing damage. That's a, that's a spicy meatball right there. <laughs> All right. And now it is uh, your turn as well. Okay. I am re... Actually, I take half of that. I take half of all that damage. Yeah, because you're raging. Seven instead. Thank you, Barbarian. All right. Unless he has magic teeth, which I doubt. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> so, gonna swing my big old great axe at him. All right, get him. Bammo. 19. That'll definitely hit. Uh, 13 damage. Okay. Rolling again. As extra attack. Does a 9 hit? Probably not. Uh, no, unfortunately it does not. I am frenzied because I am a berserker barbarian, so I am going to take a bonus action to do a single melee weapon attack as a bonus action on each of my turns after going into my rage. Okay. So, that is a 17. Oh, that hits. 12 altogether damage, and uh, just so you know, when this rage ends, I will suffer a level of exhaustion. Okay. Uh, it It is bloodied. Very bloodied. It damn well better be bloodied. I put like <laughs> 40 damage into the fucking thing. Um, Alright, uh, that's, uh, that's it for me until my next round. It doesn't look happy, uh, and it's going to go ahead and, and try and bite you. It's try and bite me, okay. Does a 24 hit? Holy fuck. Yeah. Sorry, it's just... Good roll. Hi, Peggy. I brought you a fruit. I'm also covered in tiger <laughs> also blood. wounded, yeah. So that's seven piercing damage as it chomps down. So your... seven, half of seven is three, because round down? Yeah, or... round down. Yeah, so that would be... That's still, I'm doing okay. Once I hit exhaustion, I'm going to be in trouble. That's my own problem. Is that it? Uh, as you're fighting this thing from behind, you can see through the storm a figure running towards you. That you recognize as it gets closer to be Baki. I scream out, there's a tiger. You see him raise his weapon, and he's kind of doing like a war scream, like, ah, there can only be one. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to hit me or he's going to hit the tiger. That's I'm... a great question. <laughs> oh, boy. You'll find well, out soon, I guess. I it's bet I will. I bet I will. <laughs> so, uh, choppy choppy time. And that one. Oh, no, that's not going to hit. Uh, let me roll the fail scale real quick. Yep, I bet you got something for that. <laughs> it's only 44. That's not very high. Uh, so you swing and you you whiff and you trip over your own trunk a little bit again. Oh, There's no great. penalty, Lovely. but you just, you just feel dumb. <laughs> I, I bet I do. I'm assuming with the one I can't do extra attack because I, I miffed the first attack. But I still have Frenzy, so I can do a bonus attack. Yes, correct. So I will at least do my Frenzy my frenzy attack. Yep. 
And that's a little better. That's a 17. That'll definitely hit. Choppy, choppy. 11 plus 2 is 13, plus 3 is 16. 16 damage. Ooh, it is just hanging in there. It does not look good. Uh, and with that, it's actually going to try and retreat. <laughs> so you will get an attack of opportunity. It seems pissed off that you've beat the shit out of it. Uh, and it tries to run away. You get an attack uh, of opportunity. What are you doing? I will not use it. You're not going to? Okay. No, because he's he, I, he's not a te- he's not a threat to me now. Yeah, he, he gets scared. He's like, oh shit, fuck this. This is an easy meal. And starts running away, yeah. trailing done, blood behind him. He's done nothing to personally slight me. He's just an animal. So I, I've got nothing. I mean, he's he almost killed me, but I'm not. I'm raging, but I'm not like, he didn't fuck me over or like burn down my house or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't burn down my house. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's just a hungry animal. So he runs away. Uh, but behind him, you still see charging up uh, is Baki. You see Baki note the animal leaving, and he kind of just looks confused. He's still making the sound like ah, but he's like ah, <laughs> like just confused. Are we still technically in in a, in a combat right now uh, with Baki at the moment, or? Uh, yes, we still are technically okay. in a combat. So I'm still technically raging, then, yes? You still are technically raging. It is actually, uh, I'm going to have you roll for initiative again, and we're going to see yep. who goes first. Okay, what do you got? Twelve. All right, you beat him, so you can go first. Uh, he starts coming towards you with his weapon raised, but he looks confused. <laughs> and still uh, making like a ah kind of sound. I... Don, I don my shield, put my my great axe away, and just get ready for him to hit me in the head. Okay. So I have my shield right up in my head. So you right defend? Him, you choose, yeah. choose your, to defend this, this turn? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he keeps coming, running at you. Oh, he runs past you. He double dashes past you. Oh, he what keeps a dick. charging past you. <laughs> and starts laughing once he realizes that you didn't realize that he, he was just going to run around you. Hey! <laughs> It worked! His strategy uh, worked. <laughs> so he double dashes. Uh, and he's before I can't you. the guy, it worked. <laughs> before you realize that he. Before you realize that he's. Um, that he's just running around you, he's already gotten like 80 feet ahead of you. <laughs> so now you're, you're officially you. out of combat. <laughs> uh, Alright. So now I'm exhausted. Yep. <laughs> uh, which, uh, level one of exhaustion is. Uh, um, let me double check. It's disadvantage on ability checks. You want to be getting a lot of naps in as a barbarian. That's yeah. A, that's a good yeah. One. Especially as a berserker barbarian. <laughs> so I assume you turn around and start charging in the same direction that Baki is heading to try and get to the tree before he does. I mean, the, the Mario Kart tactic worked the first time. Why the fuck not? I might as well try it again. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, he's so 80 feet away, and this is going to be an actual attack this time. With my shield, I'm trying to figure out what the, to hit with my shield would be to throw it. Because I don't want to throw a javelin. I... I He's my rival. Uh, I don't want to kill him. I just want to fucking probably dex. Him. Honestly, it's probably a dex okay. weapon if you're throwing like, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fuck it. Let's see what happens. My dex is. Eh. I'll take it. It's better than nothing. Better than my other stats. Um. Sixteen altogether. You just miss him. Like just miss him, and like it. Cra- it clatters to the ground and kind of skids behind him. And you can hear him going, ha ha. Like in the distance, like a neener, neener, neener kind of thing. Nelson and the Simpsons over here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, at that point, I guess just run after him and pick up my shield on the way. So athletics, I guess. So you start running uh, and you're definitely behind him. But the storm starts to subside and ahead of you, 
you actually begin to see the top of the special tree that all of your ancestors before you have approached for the picketing. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a tall white birch-like tree with bright lavender leaves and basketball-sized dark blue heart-shaped fruits ripely hanging from the boughs, like heavily hanging. This is the season of the picketing, and the the it's almost like the trees know. Um, and you can start to see that in the distance as the as the whiteout ends, as the snow just begins to lightly fall, and you can see Baki ahead of you, but you're starting to gain ground. Give me an athletics check. You got it. Shisha. Dirty 20. Nice. You start to catch up a lot, actually. Uh, he He's still kind of huffing and puffing. You know, like he still hasn't quite caught his wind yet. Uh, maybe all that yelling wore him out a little more than it should have. <laughs> uh, and you guys start to be neck and neck. It's a really close call. Give me a perception check. Eight altogether, so I don't see shit. <laughs> no, you're very focused on this race, but you see Baki kind of start to tilt his head this way and that, and you see his ears kind of perk, and he starts to look concerned. Uh, and he says, do you hear that cracking sound? You're not going to distract me this time. Okay, give me another athletics check. One. Seven, natty one. Okay, you say, I'm not, you're not going to distract me this time. And he goes, no, I'm serious, and starts to slow down a little. And you're like, ha, whatever. You start to charge ahead a little bit. And let me roll this fail scale for you. Oh, I bet. It's only a 43, though. You trip on your own trunk, and you kind of bang your face into the ground a little bit. Ow! So it's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, usually, Baki would laugh at you, but he seems more preoccupied with the sound. Give me a- another perception check, please. Fifteen. This time you hear it. You do hear a cracking sound. It's very distinct and seems to be following from where you guys just ran, as if it's following you. It's very strange, crackling, disturbing sort of sound. It's almost like moaning and breaking at the same time. It's like someone smashing a pot on someone else's head. That's the only thing you can like. Oh, okay. And the ground beneath you, you look and it's starting to splinter. Uh, and Baki goes, run. And I'm going to need you to give me another athletics check. Uh, at disadvantage, though, because you are on the ground. Yep. <sighs> another natty one. Okay. That's a, 70. That's a 71 on the fail scale. Oh, so. great. I dropped dead. <laughs> you dropped dead. Um, so Baki gets a natty 20, unfortunately, and just starts dashing towards this fucking tree. And you try to get up, but you kind of slip and slide on yourself. Uh, So much so that you start to say, help me up, but as you do, your tongue gets stuck on the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Like frozen to the ice. But he can't hear you because he's so far ahead. And below you, you manage to pull your head up with a chunk of the ice. (laughs) And, And there's frozen water underneath the chunk. And the water underneath you, the ice starts to crack even larger, so it's around your hands. You can feel the icy bite of water coming up through these cracks. Oh, boy. And Baki, as this starts to happen, I assume you're kind of panicking. Yep. Baki sees this. He turns around, and he's like, oh, no. He looks at you. He looks at the picketing tree. He looks at you. And then he starts running back towards you. And as he starts running towards you, 
you see from the mist, from like the sides, from like the west side, a saber-toothed cat as he starts to run towards you. Can I can I yell run or am I is my mouth too frozen? You can yell run. Can I say tiger instead of run? Just I'm just yeah, whatever you think you would have just time to say. Tiger or no tiger. (laughs) As you shout that, Baki looks to his left just in time to see the saber tooth grab onto his arm, latch on, and pull. And it's in that moment that the ice beneath you breaks and you fall into this frozen water. And you only have a few seconds to have the thought of, God, how cold this is. I'm going to freeze to death. And in that moment where you have this thought, where you realize you're going to die, you're suddenly enveloped in a sort of warmth. And in your head you hear, not just yet. And then everything becomes black. And that is where we're going to end Arjur's session for the evening. Thank you for tuning in to Standard Array. Help our show grow by leaving us a review on your podcast player of choice and sharing us with your friends, players, and DMs. Also, please make sure to follow us on social media or on our Discord server for our next adventure. Links are in this episode's description.